Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You may have noticed that instead of pointing fingers during the current crisis, as so many people are doing, we're trying to do everything we can to help our listeners understand what's happening to all of us in this strange moment by asking questions and learning from others about things such as relationships, responding without fear and anger to the crisis, as well as learning from past disasters, mistakes, and success stories. And then there's the mundane things like money, <laughs> which really matters when people's jobs are at risk or they're out of work. And that kind of stress is just everywhere today. So we thought we'd go back to a previous guest of ours and really dig into the questions of how best to cope with the financial challenges of the pandemic. Credit card and personal finance expert, Beverly Harzog. The stimulus check arrives in the mail. Hooray, got some money from the government. What's the best way for people to spend that if they're really concerned about their current personal financial situation? For so many people, you know, they're just kind of living on the edge right now. Uh, the safest thing to do with that stimulus checks, put it in your emergency fund just in case you need it for groceries. And our, our surveys have showed that many people have just used that stimulus check just to pay for monthly essentials. Our show is about fixes. Yeah, how to make the world a better place. How, how do, do we, we fix, fix it? it? How do we fix it? The coronavirus pandemic has proved that financial disaster can strike at any time. Many people's personal finances have been turned upside down, and the full impact of the coronavirus disaster has yet to be felt. Today, we look at some smart ways to weather the storm. Beverly Harzog returns to How Do We Fix It with some timely tips. Beverly is the personal finance and credit card expert for U.S. News and World Report. Welcome to our remote studio at How Do We Fix It. Thank you so much for having me. So the magazine has done surveys of Americans and what their greatest personal finance worries are at this moment. What are a few findings? 25% had experienced either a reduction in salary, a loss of hours, or lost their job entirely. That's, you know, one out of every four people, a quarter, are really, really hurting financially. And we also found that over half 
are at least feeling worried about what's going on, even if nothing has happened to them yet. And uh, those worries can be very valid, depending on how your industry is being impacted. Do we have any idea how long the economic crisis is going to last? Are are the uh, predictions from, from the experts all over the place? Oh, yes, Richard. They are all over the place. Some predictions are six months even, you know, that's pretty quick, up to five and a half years. So I have a feeling it will be somewhere in the middle, but it's just really impossible to predict. A lot of people probably went into this with a certain amount of credit card debt. Now those debts are going up. What should they do first? What should their priorities be? You know, Jim, normally I would suggest you've got to pay down that credit card debt, but these are not normal times. So right now I'm suggesting that people just pay the minimum payments on their credit cards. And this is something I would never ordinarily suggest. But right now, I just want you to hang on to your cash, particularly if your job situation is unstable. So right now, just pay your minimum payments and try to save as much of that cash as you can. And spend less. Well, we're certainly not spending a lot of money going out to dinner. <laughs> that, that's very true. Although I, I probably have spent more than I should on DoorDash. <laughs> so I will admit to that. <laughs> Paying just the minimum on your credit card, though, can lead to very high interest rates for many people. Uh, credit card companies typically charge as much as 20, 21 percent um, at a time when other rates are extremely low. Well, that's true. And that's certainly consideration. And what I want people to think about is what is their job situation? If your job is insecure at the moment, or certainly if you don't have one, pay the minimums. Uh, and now what is your emergency fund like? Do you have a healthy emergency fund? If you do have a healthy emergency fund, go ahead and pay off your bill every month. Uh, you're in a great situation to keep doing that. But for many Americans, over half are very worried. So for those people, I just suggest taking as little risk as possible. And I think making your minimum payments right now is less risky than using your credit cards. You've been talking about the emergency fund. How big should it be for people at different income levels? You know, Ideally, you should have at least nine months worth of expenses saved up. Now, for the average American, certainly right now, that is not possible. At the very least, you know, three months expenses is what your goal should be at first. And when this crisis is over, make having an emergency fund one of your top financial goals, because as we've seen, it can really help you when the unexpected happens. For people who really have piled up a lot of debt and maybe can't even pay those minimums, the credit card companies do allow for something called hardship plans. How do those work and who might consider approaching their credit card company about that? You know, I'm so glad you brought this up because for many people, this is going to be a lifeline for them financially. Uh, there are a couple of ways to go about this. Uh, the first way is to talk directly to your credit card issuer. 
I will warn you, you're probably going to have to be on hold for a while. So maybe put your phone on speaker and do something else while you're waiting and uh, let them know what's going on. In fact, I suggest putting together a couple of bullet points uh, before you make the phone call. Uh, There's also a possibility that you can do something online. Just cover as many bases as you can. Make notes about when you're contacting them who you've spoken to and what they told you and let them know when you think you might be able to resume payments. That's a very important part of that conversation. And you don't have to make a commitment and say, August 1st, I can pay all my debt. Just say something like, I'm hoping by the end of the summer, things will start to get much better for me. You know, you can be a little bit vague, but let them know that you are confident you will be able to pay that bill. Now, the other way to go, uh, there's the CARES Act that was signed into law at the end of March. Now, this is a very important coronavirus relief bill. And again, you do have to call your issuer to get this in place. But what that will do, if your account is currently still in good standing, this means you call your credit card issuer and let them know that you're going to be having trouble very, very soon. Can they work with you? And all of the issuers you know, that, that I'm aware of have been working with individuals on uh, individual hardship plans for them. And according to the law, if you have an agreement like this in place in writing, they cannot report negative information about you to the credit bureau. So this will protect your credit score for a little while. You mentioned the CARES Act. Are there other government programs that are meant to help people in the situation that people might not be aware of or programs that people should look into that might be specific to their situation? Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that's a great question. Uh, for, for one thing, each state is going to have different programs. Um, at the federal level, you know, the CARES Act covered a lot in terms of student loan relief. But there are also programs for mortgage relief, depending on where you got your mortgage from. If it's federally backed, the CARES Act covers that. But even if it isn't, check with the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, that's cfpb.gov, and you'll be able to find lists and lists of programs designed to help you. I mean, if you need something as basic as food assistance, there's a federal program designed to help you. In a recent column, you used the term retail therapy, and you talked about how a lot of people are sitting at home going through Amazon and other online retailers and maybe doing a little more impulse shopping than they should. Yes, that's right. And I will admit that I almost bought shoes. <laughs> I was uh, I was on Nordstrom and saw some shoes online and I thought, no, I really don't. I don't need shoes right now. <laughs> but it is so easy to get online. Um, and it just, you know, sometimes shopping can be like therapy, that if you're in a situation where every dollar you make right now has a job to do, and you need that uh, to meet your essential expenses, then yes, just, uh, yeah, you're just going to have to try to avoid making these impulsive emotional decisions. It's How Do We Fix It? I'm Richard Davies. And I'm Jim Meggs. And we're speaking with Beverly Harzog, who is the personal finance and credit card expert for U.S. News and World Report. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Beverly, many people feel that banks are evil, that they issue predatory loans, that they get people into trouble. Have their policies changed in recent weeks? You know, that's an interesting question. And when the crisis first got started, I saw a lot of credit card issuers coming forward voluntarily, offering help, you know, uh, suggesting, okay, you can skip this payment and not pay interest on that for this month. Things like that or lowering someone's interest rate. Now they're still doing that. And per the CARES Act, if you ask and you have an account in good standing, they will assist you. Uh, what I am seeing recently is that they are starting to lower credit limits a little. And that's because they're getting worried about consumers being able to pay their bills. And this isn't because they're evil. You know, they're running a business. They're for-profit companies. And so they have to be able to pay their bills and to pay their employees or you know, their employees will get laid off. So they have responsibilities as well. So they're going into financial survival as well. And I think that's why I'm seeing credit limits go down. Does that also explain why interest rates on credit cards are so high? For a lot of people, it just seems, you know, like highway robbery to be paying 20% compared to what you would pay, say, the incredibly low rates you would pay on a mortgage. Why are credit card rates so high? You know, Jim, I watched credit card rates go up over the last few years, and this was before the coronavirus crisis occurred. And you know, one of the reasons we're seeing that is because a lot of the credit card issuers are very competitive. So one of the reasons they raise their rates as some of their rewards also get better is because they need to earn back some of the money they're giving back in rewards. You know, the better your credit is, the lower APR you're going to pay. So if you've got an excellent credit score, you're going to get the best APR possible with that particular credit card. And then, of course, unfortunately, as your score goes down, your interest rates go up pretty much across the board. What's APR? Uh, that's annual <laughs> percentage rate. And that's the cost of borrowing money. Uh, so let's say you've got an APR of, of 20%. So if you uh, use that credit card and you do not pay your bill in full when the state, when the due date comes, uh, you're going to carry a balance. You know, they call those people revolvers. And if you're a revolver, you're going to pay compound interest on that. So that's how the APR works out. It's the total cost of what you're going to pay to borrow money on that credit card. 
So you can go to your credit card issuer and discuss a hardship plan, but you could also consolidate your debts in a new loan. How do you do that? And who should do that? One thing you can do is get a debt consolidation loan. And you could even bring in your car loan, student loans, whatever you think you need to combine into one payment. And even if your credit score isn't you know, really at the top at this point, during this crisis, you still will probably be able to get a much better interest rate than what you're paying on your credit cards. Some of the credit card interest rates are around 20%. Well, with a personal loan, uh, depending on what your score is, I mean, you'll be able to get something maybe even as low as 7 or 8%. You mentioned credit ratings, and we've talked a little bit about some things people can do, but are there any other strategies that uh, people should think about for protecting their credit score at a time when they really just can't pay all their bills? Absolutely. If you unfortunately have had your credit limit reduced, well, that can increase your credit score. You have something called a credit utilization ratio, and that is the amount of credit you've used compared to the amount of credit you have available. Now, you want that ratio to be about 30% or less. If you want a high score, it needs to be around 10%. Okay. So, Let's say they lower your credit limit. That's going to make your ratio go up. Why is having a good credit score so important, especially right now in these perilous uh, financial times? You know, Richard, I think that right now it's even more important. And the reason I believe that is because if you don't have an emergency fund, okay, your credit card might actually be your emergency fund if things go really bad for you financially. So it's kind of like uh, having a, a safety net underneath you if you've got a good credit score. Yeah, you know, One thing I do want to say, though, is that if you see that your credit score is going down as a result of everything that's happening, I just want you to focus on financial survival. You know, once you get your job back and you start to make money again, your credit score will start to go up on its own as you start paying down debt. So I don't want people to think it is so important that they have to obsess over this and worry about it if there's really you know, nothing they can do about it at the moment. This is a really basic question, and that is your credit score. If you have a good one, what does it enable you to do? You know, a great credit score enables you to save money on all kinds of things. And you might be surprised at some of them. Mortgage rates. Over the life of the mortgage, that can save you thousands of dollars. Now, you're also going to save money on health insurance premiums and on car insurance. You know, it may not be fair, <laughs> but uh, they associate uh, having a great credit score with being responsible in other areas of your life. So that's how it, it can help you save money and so many different areas of your life. So the stimulus check arrives in the mail. Hooray. Got some money from the government. What's the best way for people to spend that if they're really concerned about their current personal financial situation? If you are really concerned about your job situation, then I want you to save that money. Put it in your emergency fund and try to build that up. Now, if your job is secure and you've got a solid emergency fund and you want to use that stimulus check to try to pay down some of your debt, 
that's fine. But for so many people, you know, they're just kind of living on the edge right now. Uh, the safest thing to do with that right now is put it in your emergency fund just in case you need it for groceries. I mean, and our, our surveys have showed that, you know, many people have just used that stimulus check just to pay for monthly essentials. Beverly, you talked to so many different Americans of all income levels and right now at a time of great stress. What do you tell people to cheer them up or just to help them get through it? You know, we've been hearing we're all in this together. And that is true. So do the best you can to stay connected as well as take care of yourself and just take a deep breath and know that this will pass. It's going to take a little more time, but we are all going to come out of this. And when we do, I'm going to help you get out of debt if you're in debt. I'll be writing about this as soon as the coronavirus is over. Beverly Harzog. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And it's that time in our show for recommendations. Well, I have one, Richard, and it's pretty obvious, but it's something that's been surprisingly moving to me in the last couple of weeks, and that is Saturday Night Live. It's not really live anymore. Everybody's doing it from their various remote locations, but it's just really kind of moving to see all these fantastic talents doing what they can from their living rooms and bedrooms and apartments. And even when it's not really hilarious, it really creates in a weird way more of a sense of community than when they're all together on the same stage. And it's really something that I've found to be uh, very heartwarming in these times. That's lovely. So speaking of today's uh, podcast interview, Jim, have there been any moments in the last couple of months where you've spent money that perhaps you regretted afterwards? No, I'm not spending a time on anything. <laughs> we, I like to cook I, I, and we're cooking all our own food. We're not ordering any any takeout. I probably should be doing more to support our local restaurants and stuff. But, um, no, we've battened down the hatches and just just getting through it. But, but you know, one thing to, that I think we also need to remind ourselves is, like, I'm a writer. I can work from home. I've been working from home for years. Most of the people I know work in fields where this is possible. I think it's really important for people on that side of this particular economic divide today to remember that that for most people in this country, working from home is not really an option so let's all just make sure that we don't assume that our situation is shared by everyone else. Uh, I think a little more compassion for people who don't live in this more rarefied world is, is called for. One thing that may come out of this, though, this is a time for us all to question our money spending habits and figure out exactly what really is important to us. I know that I can't go out to a restaurant right now. Uh, I really miss that. And that is something that I'm not going to give up when uh, restaurants reopen and when it's safe to go out. But on the other hand, maybe some of the more frivolous forms of, of, of spending uh, will get a second or a third look. I do think this is a good time, though, even if your personal finance 
situation is not dire, um, to use the extra time that we have to question uh, how uh, we spend our money. I think we're questioning all sorts of things. And I think that our society is going to look different. I think our financial realities will be different. A lot of things are going to change coming out of this. It might be even worth doing a show on. Uh, right now, I think, though, it's I don't think it's a good time to worry too much about the future and just to focus on staying close to the ones we love and and staying healthy and, and getting through it. So I hope that's what all of our listeners are doing. It's How Do We Fix It? I'm Richard Davies. And I'm Jim Meggs. And thanks for joining us. Miranda Schaefer is our producer, and we are a production of Davies Content. We make podcasts for companies and nonprofits. Uh, check us out at daviescontent.com. Okay. Great. Great. Perfect, awesome. thanks, perfect little show. Yeah. Nice little show. Okay. Great. So, okay. Everybody okay? Everybody yep. happy? Okay, yeah. Great. Good. All right. See awesome. you all soon. This podcast is part of the Democracy Group. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.